Hey friends, I'm Nari, and this is the Dr. Nari Jeter and the Prosper School Show. It's a podcast for students who want their best college life. As a professor, I've helped tens of thousands of students learn to balance success and fun in college. In this show, you'll hear from me and other guests on how college changed our lives and got us to where we are today. This is not a class lecture. This is a dose of motivation and inspiration just for you right where you are. I am so excited you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, I'm Nari, and this is the Dr. Nari Jeter in the Prosper School Show. I'm a professor turned college success coach and now podcast producer. I wanted to share a little bit about my college story so you can understand why I started the Prosper School. I grew up in a small town where there weren't many, let's say, options or resources for college preparation. And I was a first-generation college student, so I really didn't know what to expect when I went off to college. I was a straight-A student in high school and did all the activities, all the sports. So when I thought about college, I thought, how hard can it be? I know how to study. I already have a really busy schedule. College is going to be easier, right? I only have to go to class three or four hours a day. The rest of the day, I'll have all of this time to use for studying, socializing with friends, and doing all the other activities that I love to do. Boy, was I in for it. I went off to college as a pre-med major. In high school, I loved math. I loved science. And I definitely knew I wanted to help people. So I thought, I'll become a doctor. When I got there, I will say I was overwhelmed by how much material we were covering in class. And even though I had taken two years of chemistry in high school, what we went over in the first semester covered that two years of chemistry. When I went to take my first chemistry test, I was so nervous that I stayed up the entire night the night before thinking, I've already taken this class several times and I've stayed up reviewing all night. I should be fine. Now, I don't know if it was the exhaustion or the massive amounts of fatigue in my system, but I was nervous and I ended up not finishing four questions on that chemistry exam. That's never happened to me before. So I went back to my dorm room and I cried. I called up a friend of mine who was a sophomore in college and just kind of sobbed over the phone. And they said to me, Nari, college is hard. Maybe you just need some adjustment time. I remember not liking that little piece of advice and thinking to myself, me, I need to adjust to college. I'm the one who had it all figured out and put together. Needless to say, I didn't fail the chemistry exam. The only questions I missed were the four I didn't get done. But that was an eye-opener to me about kind of switching gears on study habits, on sleep habits, and my overall expectations. Now, I went through those first couple years of college not loving my classes. They were hard, and oftentimes I would find myself in these classes just taking notes, feeling like I was drinking from a fire hose and thinking, I don't care about molecules. I don't care about the bones of the body. All of these things are so fascinating. They make up our everyday world, but I'm not passionate about this. 
But again, there was a small voice in my back, the back of my head that probably didn't know any better and just said, this is the price you have to pay to go to med school. And also you're not a quitter. So you're not going to change your major. You're not going to quit this. And I just kept going. It wasn't until the summer before my senior year that the accumulation of my college experiences and a lot of the dissatisfaction I had in college just all showed up in an experience I wasn't expecting. I was able to go that summer on a medical missions trip to Kenya. It was a great opportunity offered by our school. My anatomy and physiology professor was the leader of that. And I thought, how wonderful. I get to go to Africa for a month. I get to help people be exposed to a new culture, a new world. I was in. So when we went there, um, it became immediately apparent to me that I wasn't interested in going into the exam rooms, um, performing you know, small procedures or taking histories on illnesses. I wanted to be where the people were. I liked kind of being that welcomer and helping everyone get situated as they were waiting in line. I brought balloons for the children to play with and bubbles. And um, I just wanted people to feel welcome. I knew that they had traveled a long way to get some medical care, but I also knew it was a long day to wait for that. And with the help of other university students who uh, were our interpreters, I was able to have conversations and listen and just you know, understand their pain um, and the experience that brought them there that day. Now, I was just kind of being me, but that didn't go unnoticed. When I sat down with my professor for my final evaluation at the end of that experience, he said something to me that changed my life and is stuck with me until now. He said, Nari, I know you will be a great doctor one day if you want to if you want to. That was the first part. But you have an amazing way of talking with people with even a language barrier, con um, conveying warmth, conveying interest. That's a gift. And so just hold on to that. I don't know if he even knew at the time why he told me, but that just really sunk in. My whole college career to that point, I had been comparing myself to all my other peers and classes who were getting A's on the exams or who just seemed so sure of themselves and what they were doing. And I started to let that get to me. I started to think I'm not very smart. Um, I started to think, you know, that there was something wrong with me and my study habits, even though I was spending hours every day reviewing my materials. And so somewhere, probably on the plane ride home, I decided I don't want to go to medical school. And that was probably one of the scariest realizations of my life up until that point. And then the next realization was, I have to tell my parents, which is the story for another day. But once I did, I went into senior year and I was able to pivot and change gears. I relied heavily on my professors and my friends at that point to really speak into my life and share with me other options that they thought I should consider. And it was magical, but by the next year, I was in a 
master's program in family therapy, and then went on to get my PhD. The irony in all of that is when I started telling people that I didn't want to go to medical school, my kind of excuse or reason was, I'm just so burnt out from school. I don't want to go to school for another four to six years. And it turns out that once I found the thing I was good at, once I found the thing I was passionate at, I went to school for another six years. So it wasn't school that scared me. What scared me was putting my time and my effort and my energy into something that really just wasn't for me and wasn't my passion. Now, I'm the hero of that story, and I had lots of guides to help me along the way. My undergrad professors wrote me great letters of recommendation, talked to me about what to expect with graduate school when I got to my master's program, and I loved it, and I told my professors there, I think I want to get my PhD. This is surprising me. They took me to conferences and walked me around to different grad programs and introduced me to people. They really prepared me for that next level. I had friends along the way who really saw me in my environment in college and were able to tell me what I was good at, how I was different and stood out. And that was so important to me because I was so unsure But having people outside of me see things in me that maybe sometimes I didn't even see in myself, that was just so inspiring. But here's the thing. I'm not the hero of your story. You are. I'm just a guide. I'd like to just share my experiences and my insight as someone who's been in school for a long time as a student and now a very long time as a professor. I know that I love working with college students. It brings me no greater of a feeling than to sit with a student and solve a problem, whether it's, you know, a study habit or how do we write a little bit better or how do we find that direction? Where's your passion? Where are your gifts? Where are your skills? But one of the things I was really discouraged about when I started this business is I started looking around on the internet, on social media, and I thought, we're doing so much to invest in getting you to college, but what are we doing for you while you're there, my generation? And that's why you're the hero of this story, and I'm just the guide. So what can you expect from the Prosper School podcast, and how can it help you? Well, first, What I envision is that you'll just use this podcast during some of your downtime for inspiration and motivation. Maybe put in those earbuds and listen to it while you're walking to class or walking from class. Maybe you like to just get on the treadmill and you need about 20 minutes to clear your mind from all the drama of friends and family and deadlines and just hear something that inspires you. Most of the podcast will be interview-based, and in that way, I like to bring on amazing guests who, again, can serve as guides to you with their own stories. When I teach college classes, I love watching people light up when I share stories. We learn through emotions and experiences, and so the goal here isn't just to give you a bunch of information on how to get things done. It's to give you inspiration and that feeling of, I can do this. 
other people have done this before me and I'm just as capable. So hopefully in that 15 to 20 minutes, you'll hear other people's experiences about changing their majors, about getting into graduate school, about the things they wish they would have done differently and the things that they did well. And also, don't worry. We won't just talk about careers, classes, those types of things, because there's so much more to college than just class and finding a job or getting into grad school. College is about living with roommates. It's about finding maybe a significant other. It's all about having fun. So we'll talk about things that are fun, like what do you wear on the first day of class? Or what do you wear to a job interview? Maybe some not so fun things like how do you handle a disagreement with your roommate? Or how do you learn to communicate better with your parents um, during a tough situation? Like I had to when I was going to tell my parents, hey, I'm switching gears my senior year. So we're going to cover the entire broad college experience. And I hope that what you'll get from this, again, is that you're the hero. You have something to bring to this world. This world needs it. There's lots of doctors. There's lots of nurses. There's lots of teachers. But what makes each teacher, doctor, nurse, accountant special is their way of doing things. And so I want you to find that way. I want you to believe what you do matters. So I hope you'll follow along with us as we grow over here at Dr. Narajir in the Prosper School. And if you do, let me just say, it's absolutely an honor for me to be part of your journey. Thanks so much for joining me today for this podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode when it releases. You can help us at Dr. Nari Jeter in the Prosper School by sharing the podcast and leaving a review. It really means so much to know what you think. Also, we want you to hang out with us on your favorite social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And you'll find all our information and resources on coaching, courses, and the blog at www.thepresperschool.com.